Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello. Welcome to a box set pod special. This is a special episode that there's no spoilers here. It's just a it's a little um, treat from me to you. A few podcasts ago, a couple of months ago, Matthew Wandless. Uh, if you remember, I put the music of All By Myself to a montage of Matthew and Jamie here, picking on me, Howell, uh, in which Matthew said uh, that I was wasting my life as a writer. What he was referring to is that I've spent a couple of years working with uh, Russell Gomer, who we've had on this podcast, writing a story. That story has now been turned into a podcast and it is now launched. It's called The Adventures of Brian Hovis. I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm just going to say this. Uh, we're not talking anywhere about the fact that we've written this. It's a character piece. This is the only place where I'll probably admit that I've even written it or done anything from it. And uh, it is with my whole heart that I wanted to share it with anybody who sits through us every week. Because what you can hear, whether you find it funny or entertaining or not, what you can hear is some actual effort for once on a podcast. Something that has been carefully <laughs> edited, thought about for some time. Uh, and um, hopefully you'll enjoy it. I'm going to put the entire pilot episode, episode zero, on this podcast in just a moment. If you'd like to listen to the rest, just search your podcast advice, uh, device for The Adventures of Brian Hovis or click the link below. Matthew and Jamie have both listened to the whole series, all eight episodes, and they love it. Isn't that right? Mm-mm, damn good. Amazing. You can work for two years <laughs> on something, and when you ask people to listen to it, hey... <sighs> You sent it to me about half an hour ago. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, first episode's yeah, only Howell. 20 minutes long, so I don't know what you've been doing with your time. I'm Drinking. <laughs> um, so there we go. Enjoy the adventures of Brian Hovis, Chapter Zero. Look at that. The desert. Completely silent. But for the drumming of the camel's feet beneath my body. My laboured breathing... The constant buzz of a wasp in my ear. The hysterical screams of the tribesmen in pursuit. The unbearable howl of the sandstorm. Fucking hell! I do apologise. I jumped to an exciting moment too quickly. We must back up. Opening premise. How far would you go to save your mother? How far would you walk, fly, sail, limp in agony? Even if she was a total fucking beanbag. A word of warning, my story contains adult themes, big words like auditorium and sedam, and strong language like the F word, some blasphemy, and the other word for poo. Or any combination of these, like Jesus fucking Christ, sedam. I haven't shit for days. Where's the auditorium? My name is Brian, and I welcome you to the adventures of Brian Hovis, Chapter Zero. How dull is your life? We all have boring moments, don't we? 
And yet, however dull it is, I can guarantee it's a thrilling Texas Big Dipper of a ride compared to mine. I have sat at home for 45 years in the Hovis family estate, a prison of very British making. My mother rarely spoke to me. My only friends are Alf the gardener and Bernard the butler. I know what you're thinking. They're paid to be my friend. Well, no, they are true friends. We haven't paid them for years. Long have I dreamed of adventure, of escaping these walls, of jungles and beaches, tombs and mountaintops, searing skies and the seven seas. But no, just walls. Walls that, as far as I'm concerned, do nothing more than separate me from my pervert neighbor, Lord Periwinkle. Prick. And so it would be for my whole life, sinking a centimeter each year into the bog that bubbles below the foundations. That is, until last Tuesday. Hello, my name's Craig. Well, hang on, I'm not sure if it's on. Right, no, no, it's on, I think. Sorry, Lee. Do the speech. Right, here's my speech. We are the Downton Nappers. Too long of these posh Downton Abbey types had all the money and all the land. We have kidnapped Lady Ovis and demand £2 million from her son, Brian. When he gets it to us, like Robin Hood's, we will share all of the ransom with you, the public, minus fixed costs, salaries, Kenny's bonus and other expenses. What fixed costs are we... That is the chatter of a pair of scrotums who have taken my mother hostage. She kneels before them on live television, staring into a million living rooms, including one which I stand rigid in shock beside Bernard the butler. Remain calm, for God's sakes. And Alf the gardener. At least this is better than the bake-off. Right, time for the tear-jerking bit. You now have one minute to make a passionate plea to your beloved son, missus. She looks at the camera. Her eyes are liquid. Mothers everywhere painfully wonder what they would possibly say in this situation. Surely she would be thinking something like, In a moment, I will speak to my son. The life I gave him came from me and will live on. In a moment, on national TV, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Insta, whole society. That's what the world presumed she was thinking. Turns out not. What she knew that the kidnappers didn't is that we have no money, our estate is worthless, and she had decided to use her time on TV instead to give me a message of a different kind. Brian, my son, I truly dislike you. Huh? How different my life may have been if I hadn't had you. You're a total disappointment. Uh... Yes, must go faster. Only one minute. <clears throat> From the very moment you became a parasite on my vital organs, I began to dislike you. I can't believe I actually breastfed you. Once. I could have travelled. I could have sang. I could have danced. The simple joys of maidenhood. All those things an aristocratic spinster should enjoy. Debutante balls, cocaine-addled games of croquet... Champagne in the balmy twilight after a quick rogering on some Monte Carlo balcony... So many missed opportunities, and what for? You, you always were, are, and always will be a mistake. Goodbye. Have I got any time left? Uh.
Um, well, that's a minute gone, lady, but um, you'll have another go. Like something a bit more encouraging. We're going to keep you here if you don't find the money. He won't find the money. Of course he will. No, he won't. Yes, he will. He won't. Of course he will. No, he won't. We have nothing. Even the National Trust won't have us and they'll have anyone. No, the assets are worthless and Brian is useless. Bad news, boys. <coughs> We've decided she's making it up. Get the money or she's had it. I believe in you, Brian. I felt Alf and Bernard looking at me in the harsh, flickering light of the muted TV. Alf, who, after father's death, basically brought me up, spoke first. How are you feeling in there, Brian? I'm not sure at which point I wet myself, but Alf noticed around here. Ah, not too good then. Tell you what, Bernard, get the brandy. We finished the brandy in Christmas 1982. Vodka? Valentine's Day 75. Help me out, Bernard. I have some Pringles. Would you like some Pringles, Brian? Um. Then Pringles it is. Oh, well. I don't know what on fucking Saturn I'm going to do. Well, let's look at the options. Okay, leave her with the kidnappers. What else? Those are all the options. But what about saving her? With what? We could sell a few things. We've only got Pringles. No, I mean a few household... We have Pringles and firewood. Everything else has woodworm. Actually, the firewood's now got woodworm too. We could set up a fund. Why? Why? Aye. Why? Because she's my mother. I, uh, I know, but really the place has felt a lot nicer since she was kidnapped. Ow! Look, we didn't even know she was gone for two days. Things just felt less angry. Alf, I know she is really a proper bit of a... But I must try and save that. I must. She is my bit of a mother and deep down inside I know there is someone who gives it we are her family of and that's worth something I must try and save her best figure out how to find two million quid then eh how much you get for a blowy down the dog and partridge Bernard I do not and have not given anyone a this is the home secretary speaking just leaving you a quick response to say, yes, I did see the broadcast. I must inform you that we will not have, never, and cannot negotiate with terrorists. To be honest, even if I wanted to, Lady Horace is such a nasty human being. Even if I could help, I wouldn't want to. Interesting fact, she is the first hostage in history to make the public side with the kidnappers. Worldwide. So even if I wanted to help, which I don't, I wouldn't. Best of luck. The sound of a tap on a pane of glass. Brian, dear boy. Lord Pissing Periwinkle. Just cleaning your windows for you non-duplicitously. You know, all these years, Brian, you thought me a bad guy. Just because you caught me a few times in the back garden, torture in one hand, binoculars in the other, I was bathing and bird-watching at the same time on all 22 occasions. There's nothing evil about Periwinkle. No, nothing evil, just your friendly neighbour man. I'm on a mission, I got a proposition. So you should listen to your friendly neighbour man. What do you want, Periwinkle? Oh, you know, I've been after your land for a few years to extend my cheese smoking shed. Um, not too convincing that nobody's business but mine and the League of Secrets. 
Let's get to the point. I know you want to save Mummy. How about I buy your house off you and your ransom fund gets a lovely boost? Are you serious? I'm your friendly neighbour man. Let's do it. I'll give you ten grand for it. What? That's more than it's worth. Plus, you can buy a caravan and park up on my front lawn. And if those merry northerners release your mum, she can bunk in with me under certain rent conditions. I gave his ladder a symbolic push. Think it over! Periwinkle out! Recap for those who have drifted off. No help from the government, no help from neighbours, and no help from the dog and partridge. So said an exhausted Bernard from the top of the ruined staircase on the ceiling of the North Chapel. It seems you are quite alone in this quest, sir. Where he removed guano from the rafters. It seems you are... Guano is bat-cack. It seems you are quite alone in this quest, sir. Oh, Bernard, why are you wearing armour? Pigeons and seagulls. Be careful. That staircase looks rotten. Oh, the worms ain't done much in here yet. What about the public? Have you tried the collection box idea outside the supermarket? Yeah, they ate her, Brian. Nobody wants her saved. Apparently she used to shoplift from the dry cleaners. Oh, then all is lost. My mother will die and I will be the last living heir to the Hovis family estate. Well, apart from your Aunt Hester, of course. What? Who? Your mother's twin sister. An adventurer for 20 years. What? Twin sister? Oh, be careful, Bernard. You're reaching very far. Her base was here until your mother depressed her so much she changed her name, cut all ties and disappeared. I have an auntie who is an adventurer. A treasure seeker. Took on many roles. Often in the search for lost treasures. Archaeologist. Social worker. NASCAR enthusiast, balloon maker. Oh, it's three o'clock. I'll just nip downstairs and get you your glass of beef tea. No, no, it's okay. But... I shall be Bernard, I'm okay. It's a bit of a mess out. Don't trouble yourself, sir. I can manage the next flight reasonably well. If I begin with my left foot! Bernard! Bernard! Did you say a treasure seeker? My first objective. Seek and recruit Aunt Hester to help save Mother. Next time on the adventures of Brian Hovis, we will cross oceans, countries, reindeers, we'll gain vital employment and then lose it. And you will step foot in the land of America. And that's just in the first few moments of Chapter One. And maybe you'll get to meet Aunt Hester. Today's chapter was written by Howell Evans and Russell Gomer with technical oral abilities from Ian Conningham. The engine of this machine is low-fat radio on a mission to make better radio. If you would like to contribute to Mother's Ransom Fund and keep this podcast going for a few more chapters, any donation, no matter how measly, is welcome. Just visit lowfatradio.com. That's lowfatradio.com. <laughs> Whilst you're there, you may simply donate, or if you would like something further in return, why not check out my ever-growing adventure guides? 
For example, Brian's top 10 parenting tips. LoFatRadio.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 